It's time for the latest local, regional, and national sports topics of the day. It's the Sports Fan, presented by J&K Contracting. Ready? Now, from the WATH studios, here's Connor Mills and Joey Madore. From the studios of WATH, this is the Sports Fan on 970 and 97.1 FM. Connor Mills and Mike, along with Joy Medor and Troy Bolin, joining us in the studio for the first time in a while. On this first day of October, 6.06 on the clock and 64 degrees. The system says light rain out there. Troy, has there been rain when you've been uh, driving up here or no? Uh, well, no, I left my window down when I was in the house, and then when I came out, obviously, it had rained because now my truck is soaked. So it had rained, I just don't know when. Yeah, I mean, I've been inside for a little bit. I haven't, uh, you know, stuck my hand out the window. I really can't tell if it's raining out there or not. But it's a sportsman presented by J&K Contracting. And we've got Coach Rusty Richards joining the program momentarily. I think Trevor Stevens is going to call in. And we've got a boatload to talk about as we get ready for the OHSAA playoffs. Uh, if you didn't see it, but those seedings were out earlier today. You got a couple leaks. You might have had, you know, some kind of... Somebody had some kind of insight somewhere, but now it's all official. Now it's all out there. Athens with the 18 seed. Trimble gets a number one seed. And Nelsonville, York with a six seed. And we'll start talking about that now until we get coaching on the line. Uh, but it's a big, big weekend. And it's a, yep, if you opted in, you're in. But it's a big matchup for Athens. What are we going playoffs? We're we going tomorrow night. What are we talking about? I mean, it's let's, let's, uh, <laughs> right. you know what? Let's let's go tomorrow night. We gotta go tomorrow night. Yeah, right. we gotta I mean, go. Still big you can't just skip play. over yeah, Athens, totally. Nelsonville, York like it's <laughs> nothing. No, I mean, I was gonna wait until Coach called in to really talk about it. Oh. I mean, he's calling in at the top somewhere. But listen, we'll break we'll break it down right now. Uh, but Athens, NY, uh, again. I mean, these two teams at the top. Wellston's still undefeated. Any news on Wellston, Athens, Troy? Have you heard anything? No, but they really need to figure something out. I mean, Wilson's got a lot of playoff aspirations. They feel like they got a really good football team. That's why they scheduled uh, Galley Academy, and that's why they played Fort Fry. So I don't know what their plans are, but if we want a true TVC Ohio champion, Athens and Wilson, they have to play. Uh, so that's going to be an interesting story to kind of follow along uh, as the playoffs get started. I think we have till week 10 to play, right? If we don't play until then, it's off. So it's, it's going to be a really weird year. I mean, we're going to have a champion in the hockey division, but we're not going to have one in the Ohio unless everybody can play. Right, and Wellston 3-0, Nelsonville, York 3-1. Athens is at 2-1 right now. Those are your top contenders for the TVC Ohio standings. And really, we're not re going to know who wins unless that game is made up. Uh, but it always comes down to you know, the last week of the season, whether it be Week 10, whether it be uh, whenever. Uh, in the shortened season, now it's Week 6. But at the end of the year, it's always Athens and Nelsonville, York. And last year, that's what it came down to. It came down to the tie when NY beat Athens. Yeah, it seems like it's uh, kind of similar stories. Both teams getting off to kind of slow starts this year. Nelsonville York lost to a couple quality teams early on, Athens as well, but both of them have played better over the past couple of weeks. Of course, Athens with a Athens with this huge win last week over Megs and why it's been rolling here the past couple of weeks. So it it kind of seems like a little bit similar to the situation last year where both teams just got continued to get better as the year went on. I know it's only week six, but it really feels like week ten. Does it not? Do you have to put your mindset like that to say this, this is it? This is the final week of the regular season. And quite frankly, we used to play Nelsonville York week one. So there's always that rivalry there. I don't care if it's 6-1. It could be three. be cool if it was 11. They were in the same division. It'd be a playoff game. Uh, so kids treat it like it's a rivalry. Uh, they're, they're not going to care that it's, it's week six. It's going to be 41 degrees tomorrow night, so maybe it'll feel like week 10 when you get out to the field to, to whoever gets to go. Uh, which I haven't been on here all year, so we could get into that conversation one of these days, too, or during this hour tomorrow night about the stadium capacity. Uh, so whoever gets to go tomorrow night, uh, hopefully we'll get to enjoy a really good football game. And uh, I, I like it for the kids because it's been such a an odd season of not big crowds. Uh, the enthusiasm hasn't quite been there, not on the football field itself, but just in the environment around it. And I think that kind of will go away tomorrow, and I think there'll be a lot of enthusiasm. I think there'll be a lot of excitement. I think there'll be a lot of things that just go into a playoff or a uh, rivalry game uh, like Athens, Nelson, New York. So I'm kind of happy for the kids that they can go out and prepare all week for a game like this and then go out and just, uh, you know, go helmet to helmet tomorrow night over at Dave Boston Field. I think it'll be a lot of fun. 
Yeah, you just got to make sure you wear those masks, right? You, we don't want another uh, incident happening out here in Southeast Ohio. We could do a whole show right now. <laughs> it's 6-11, and we could take this show up until 7 o'clock uh, if we were to get into that conversation. We might, Joey and I might tomorrow night. Hey. It slows down. We've got a lot of stuff. Me and Joey might tip into that. Totally. Uh, yeah. Troy, question I got, because this is kind of un, uh, you know, unprecedented territory here where you know your playoff opponent before playing the last week of the season. I mean, how hard is it not to peek ahead, especially when, you know, with such a big game on Friday night like Athens and Nelsonville, York? Ooh, that is a really good question. Of course, the Buckeyes don't know who they're playing. Right. Uh, we know who we're playing. And, that, I mean, we're in uncharted territory and everything. I mean, this whole seeding process was just so odd. Not for us because we follow basketball, right, and baseball. This is kind of norm for us to go in, you vote, there's politics, stuff like that. So the whole thing from the get-go has been a little strange. Uh, but luckily, if you're playing Nelsonville, York, and vice versa, if you're Nelsonville, York, playing Athens, there's no peeking ahead. Uh, and these are the guys right up the road. Uh, these are the guys you've been playing since fourth grade. I mean, these kids in peewee football, kids not have a rivalry game in fourth grade. And these, and these seniors have been doing this fourth grade, fifth grade, sixth grade, seventh grade, junior high, it's a rivalry game for them, which is great. I love it. Uh, so they're wanting to beat each other. There's, there's no looking ahead, especially a team like Western Brown. I don't think any of our kids are thinking, oh, man, I wonder what Western Brown's doing tonight. It's, it's not in their mindset. It's all about Nelsonville, York, and vice versa. And, again, you know, if you didn't see those seasons, we'll break down the season stuff. But this is a, a big matchup, of course, in the TVC Ohio, a big rivalry matchup. And... Athens coming off, they, they had that extra week, a little bit of, of rest. Uh, Bulldogs did get the win last week as it was a 32-14 to 14 win over Megs in the way that Megs played in the beginning of the season. Um, you thought that maybe it would be a little bit of a closer game, but since they lost their star quarterback in Coulter Cleveland, uh, you know, the, the Bulldogs kind of you know, opened up their offense. You know, they started running the ball a little bit better. I mean, obviously, Joey Moore had you know, been throwing the ball well all season long, but, you know, Put up 32 points. That was a season high for the Bulldog team. And now they're heading to Nelsonville, York with a little bit more momentum. Well, it was also big for Athens. Uh, I think that week off kind of helped. They got healthier up front. They were pretty young up there uh, first few weeks of the season. That's why you saw some of the struggles in the run game. And, you know, Joey didn't have too much time to sit back there and kind of read the defense down the field. A little bit like Burrow right now with Cincinnati. It's got to be, you know, one, two steps and boom. You got to get, get the ball out quick. There's a lot of pressure in those early season games against Vinton County and Marietta and those other teams. But now after last week, hopefully they built a little bit more confidence. They're healthier up front. Uh, they got the run game going. Hopefully they can keep that going this week. And uh, it's just, it was good. It's a good confidence boosting win. I mean, it was a game they were supposed to win with Megs being so banged up and they went out and did it. But this is going to be a whole new challenge this week with Nelsonville York. Yeah, if you look at both of their schedules, there's nothing really that stands out that says, my goodness, this team is better than the other. In fact, they're, they're really similar. Uh, when you go start comparing scores, uh, they both beat Megs by multiple touchdowns. Nelson, New York did beat Vinton County in overtime. Athens fell to Vinton County by, what was it, eight points, 28-20. Uh, so you have that differential. Athens been in every game. I mean, every game that they played this year has been close. Maybe that plays into their favor tomorrow night. They get into a close game. They can kind of look around and say, well, we've been here before. In fact, we've been here every week since the season started. Uh, so that kind of helps you out as you go through a season if you're accustomed to playing in close games. Um, cold weather might favor Nelsonville, York a little bit. Athens, of course, always likes to throw the ball around, like to do different things. Nelsonville, York pounded at you. Big, strong running back. Um, it's going to be really fun. i, I got to figure out a way to get out there. I, 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 I guess i got to use some kind of press pass or something. How does this work? i got to... Of course, i got to wear a mask. I know that. Right. That's uh, no big deal. Step one. Uh, step one. I guess i got to call somebody, get my name on a list. I don't know. Uh, but I, I don't think I've missed an athens Nelson New York game and um, I don't know how many years. Uh, so I'm going to have to figure out a way to get out there and looking forward to it. Yeah, I mean, we take a look at the Nelsonville York roster. You know, Drew Carter's had a nice season, uh, you know, at the first first year for him uh, being the quarterback for NY uh, Makai Williams, when, when Heath and I went to that game for the, the uh, NY and Vinton County game, you know, Williams was a, a huge part in, in the success there because he was the one who caught the hook and ladder and ran it for you know, the 60, 70 yards for the touchdown. I mean, this, this offense can be explosive at times. Of course, when we saw them, uh, you know, it, it was the second half for Trimble in week number one, and it was the you know, second half against Vinton County uh, in week four. I think it was, uh, yeah, week four with the 17-14 to 14 win. Uh, but this team does not have any quit. This team will go out there and give Athens 
all that they have. And it should be a good game tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, talking to some people I've known that have covered their the team throughout the season. The first couple weeks, they got down pretty pretty quick and early, and they had to become one-dimensional offensively. And with a young quarterback, that can be pretty tough when you have to sit back and throw the ball 20, 30 times in a game to have to try to come back. But starting with the Megs game, they really started to establish themselves on the ground, and uh, that kind of has become their identity. And then that Vinton County game, they got the big plays when they needed to, and they grounded, grinded it out in a tough overtime win, and then they took care of business against River Valley. So... Nelsonville York's been a team this year. When they can play from ahead, uh, they've been quite successful. Well, they, they lean on their strength, which is up front. I can remember going back to, it's got to be August sometime. There was a time when we didn't think we were playing, remember? Like, we're not going to have <laughs> yeah, a season. Right. Connor's like, hey, what are we doing? We're going to make the schedule. I'm like, we're not playing. <laughs> How many times did I tell you that? I was like, we're not, we're not going to play. And then this, the, they flipped the switch, and we were going to play. And I think right around that day or maybe the next day, I got a call from Coach Richards. <clears throat> and I was at the gym, and... If you've ever taken a call from Coach Richards, you just got to, like, put yourself off for the next 30 minutes because he's just going to keep talking. He's going to keep talking. Well, I'm right in the middle of a workout, Coach. Uh, and he was just he was touting his line. He was saying how good his line was. Yeah, you guys think we're not going to be very good. We lost Keegan, yada, 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 yada. He's like, man, I'm telling you, we got a really good offensive line. We're going to be able to run the football. Uh, so it doesn't surprise me now that we're getting into the season. He's realizing what he told me. I guess he didn't realize when he went out and coached there the first game what he was bragging about. And now he is. And that is their strength. And it definitely plays into a game like tomorrow night where you're, you're wanting to keep the football. You never want to give Joey Moore, you never want to give Coach White the opportunity to score points. And the best way to do that is to keep the ball yourself. A uh, cold night up there, and it really kind of plays into their hands and their game plan. They can just pound the, pound the rock, take time off the clock, and eventually win the football game. And I, I would imagine that's going to be his game plan. Yeah, I mean, they, they've gotten success once they've been able to run the ball. And, you know, Carter is accurate as a quarterback. I mean, we saw back in week four against Vinton County, he was accurate enough. He didn't turn the ball over too much. Uh, you know, but passing is not what you know, NY is going to look to do. You know, they're, they're going to run the ball. They're going to try to, you know, beat you with the run, beat you with that good offensive line, and it, it will pose a threat to Athens, you know, especially since Athens just getting healthy. They're just hitting their stride here late in the season. Um, but, you know, you got to wait and see tomorrow what, what what really happens. Man, I'm just glad you haven't brought up the Cincinnati Reds. Appreciate that. Jeez. Well, I mean, I had I had a rant yesterday about the Reds because Good, they I'm just could not. They, they could not score a single run, and then they're running themselves out of an inning. I mean, why would you try to steal? I mean, it was first and third. <laughs> You're going to steal second base with a pinch hitter? You put them out there to hit? I mean, I, I can get off on that tangent, it, and it's just... Reds were disappointing. They set a record, a record, Troy, for scoreless innings in a row. They set the record at 21. I think it, it, they even set the bar even higher for other postseason teams. I don't know if any team's going to even reach it. Uh, I mean, I think what you fail to realize, kind of, is you ran into a better baseball team. That's really what it, what it came down to. I mean, uh, obviously, with Bauer pitching yesterday, you had a shot. But, I mean, just when you get past that today, I mean, the Braves, that lineup's not going to stay quiet for, for back-to-back games, especially if you're not going to put any runs out on the board. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, the Reds paid there. a lot of money for their pitching. When you're a small market team, um, you don't have a lot of money left over, although they, they do have some money in that lineup. It's not like they're, they're broke there. Moustakas. Uh, yeah. So He did nothing. Mike Moustakas did nothing in the postseason. <sighs> I said I didn't even want to talk about it, man. We didn't even need to go you down that road. You brought it up. That was, that was your yeah, whole thing. I know. I was, I was telling him I was appreciating him not bringing it up, and then he brings it up. Uh, so, what well, could you brought it up? Yeah, I don't know. I just uh, I, kind of speechless. I, I expected more. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You know, they're, they're out. Now it opens the door for us to concentrate and, and look at football, which is, this is what we all wait on anyway. I mean, come on. It's, it's high school football. The Buckeyes have gotten uh, the go-ahead to start playing. Uh, college football down south has already started. NFL's full swing. Uh, we can do full. We can do shows on Burrow. We can do full shows on Bengals. So right. get the Reds out of there. Uh, you know we're done with you. Do something in the off season. Improve the lineup and, and come show us something next spring. Yeah, the Cincinnati team that you got to root for now is just the Bengals, right? I mean, they're the only ones standing. I mean, the two Ohio baseball teams did nothing this postseason. Uh, so the Indians are out. Reds are out. Either the Blue Jackets. You can put them in there too. They didn't uh, do anything either. Well, the Blue Jackets at least had a, a fighting shot. They won one game. 
And the <laughs> they they scored points. They scored one game. Goals. That's all you're giving. They won right. one game in a seven game series. Not even not even three like the Reds. Seven. They've won one game. Yeah, but um, it's more games than the Reds and the Indians won combined in the postseason. <laughs> Right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, You're always a glass, glass is half full of corner. <laughs> I, you got to take a look at the positive side of this. I mean, I don't know. Blue Jackets are the most successful postseason team in, within the last two years. Is there any arguments with that? No. I mean, they won a playoff series last year, so that's not. <laughs> uh, but even still, you know, we got Buckeyes coming back. I think they're on October 24th. You got the Bobcats coming back on November 4th. And you mentioned Burrow a little bit. Uh, on the party line tomorrow at 9 o'clock, Jimmy Burrow, Robin Burrow will be on the party line with Dave Palmer and uh, Scott Daly at 9 o'clock. So if you're up that early, uh, you can hear Jimmy and Robin. Uh, you know, talking Coming late. in the studio tomorrow? Uh, over the phone. Oh. Yeah, it's going to be over the phone. Hmm. But there That's you go. Cool. We'll take a short break right here on the Sports Fan. We'll dive deeper into the Athens NY game. We'll have Coach Rusty Richards call into the program. And, you know, looking forward to talking to him. And I know Troy and... Uh, Trevor was looking to call in as well. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Sports Fan at 970 and 97.1 FM, WATH. From concrete to roofing to siding and windows, J&K Contracting has you covered from the ground up. Whether it's a room addition, a complete home build, or your commercial projects, let the professionals at J&K be of service from groundbreaking to completion. And don't forget they accept all major credit cards. They even have free seamless gutters with every complete roof installation. Don't hesitate to call J&K Contracting at 740-698-3521 for a free estimate. Fruit has curbside pickup. Call your fruit to place a curbside order today. Simply call Fruit General Store or Fruit Pharmacy and tell our friendly fruit associates what you need. Once your order is ready, a fruit associate will let you know you can come pick up. Upon arrival, call your store and a staff member will bring your purchase to your car. Thanks for shopping with us. Fruit is proud to be a part of your community. Visit us at fruitpharmacy.com. In today's world, the last thing you need is a broken cell phone. If you've got equipment in need of repair, Athens Cell Phone and Electronic Repair is here to help. Athens Electronic Repair services all brands of electronics, cell phones, tablets, game systems, and more. Plus, during the health crisis, Athens Cell Phone and Electronic Repair offers home pickup and delivery and a contact-free drop-off kiosk outside the store. Don't work from home with a busted computer. Call Athens Cell Phone and Electronic Repair at 740-590-1677 or visit the shop at 386 Richland Avenue, Athens. For the best in rock, grunge, metal, and whatever, join Sky. Ah, oh, what a good night. Every Wednesday and Thursday night at 10 till midnight on Power 105 with Full Throttle. Hey, hey guys, I'm loving Full Throttle tonight. I'm rocking, you're rocking, shoot sugar, everybody's rocking tonight. Brought to you by Avalanche Pizza, where every pizza is an adventure. Hey, it's Boots. We'll talk fall tips, second opinions, and learn about the wild improvements to the F-150. That's AutoSmart's Friday afternoon at 106 on 970 WATH and 97.1 FM. Stacy Unsinger, COVID survivor. I heard a lot about it, obviously, but nothing prepares you for when you actually get it. I started having trouble breathing. I felt like I was drowning. I went to the hospital and tested positive for coronavirus. My oxygen levels dropped really low. I spent several weeks on a ventilator. It was terrifying. I consider myself lucky to be able to share what happened. We can beat this, but it's going to take everyone doing the right thing every single day. Sponsored by the Ohio Hospital Association. Local teams, local opinions. The Sports Fan on 970 WATH. It's the Sports Fan right here on the 97s at WATH. 624 on this first day of October. It's already October. I can't believe it. It's gone by quick as we get ready and get prepared. It's the postseason for OHSAA, but before that, it's a big week six matchup between Athens and Nelsonville, York, and calling in on the line right now, Trevor Stevens, statistician for the Bulldogs, and Trevor, how are you? I'm good. How about you guys? Doing all right, Trevor. What are the, uh, what are the big stats that we're looking at this week? It's basically just Athens needs to get the run game, continue the run game if they want to have a chance because Nelsonville's run defense is pretty good. Or, or 
Athens run offense is terrible. It's whichever way you want to put it. But if Athens can run the ball, like Troy said, it's going to be a cold weather game, 40 degrees at kickoff. Right. And, uh, you know, they really opened up that run game last week against Megs. Uh, you know, again, scoring you know, 32 points as was their season high. Uh, so it is going to be a tough task to try to keep that up and, and keep it up against the uh, Nelson New York Buckeye defense. Mm-hmm. But uh, again, Athens and wide tomorrow. And uh, you know, what what are the stats? I haven't been able to take a look at it yet, Trevor. But what is Joey Moore up to so far in passing yards? He's Seven away from a thousand this year. So he will definitely be so north he, of a thousand coming uh, either this week or uh, in, into the postseason. Yeah, so he's sixty for one hundred and twenty-two at nine 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 hundred and ninety-three passing yards, which is forty-nine percent completion. Right, it's nine passing touchdowns to one interception. And an 82-yard touchdown passes is long. It also has 49 carries for 148 yards with nine yards as is long with one touchdown rushing. Trevor, who's, who's someone that Athens needs to key in on, you think, for Nelsonville, York, for them to uh, have success on the defensive side of the ball? Uh, basically... I know that they lost Keegan, like we talked in the preview show, and that they were replacing their quarterback and running back this year. So I haven't looked at their stats much, but basically I think since that's what their coach said in the preview show, I think those two are what we should keep an eye on. Absolutely. And, you know, for Athens offense, I think one of the bigger, I don't know if you want to call it a surprise, but one of one of the athletes that they got, Braden Whiting, uh, you know, comes on first year out of, out of the four years in high school, uh, you know, really walking onto the team as a senior and you know producing. I mean, how how is he really factored into this offense? Basically, we saw him more at the beginning of the year, and it seems like he's dropped off when they when they began to run the ball because that took away. From passing plays, if Athens just like passing most of the time, they needed to find different receivers to, because of coverages. But when Athens began to run the ball, it took away some of those like lower players to only get one or two catches in the game or chances. You know, they not have those in their game anymore with Athens running the ball. And Trevor, tomorrow, what's your prediction? Athens and why, and what's the score? Like, I have to say, if I actually have a feeling that Nelson is going to beat Athens this year just because it's at their place, and Athens would look ahead to the playoffs, even though it's a big rivalry game, but it won't feel like it because that's one of the biggest things. It's without with the limited fans. This won't feel like the county rivalry game it's always been in the past. So I have Athens losing by a touchdown. So it should be a close. We're no longer friends, Trevor. <laughs> We're not even. You know, I just I can't believe you just bail on us like that. I'm not even going to talk to you for like a month, man. You can't can't throw your team under the bus. You, you, you got to have then some faith. Maybe you need to go out and be like running back here and. Play again. Go well, back I mean, to your yeah, well, I, I don't, catch passes from Joey. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I value my health. I'd probably die if I ran like 20 <laughs> yards. It's probably not a good idea. We're going to be all right, man. Have some faith. We're going to be all yeah. right tomorrow. Yeah. And then, but, uh, Rustin, I know we're not on this yet, but Rustin Brown looks tough. They are averaging 50 points per game and scoring in bunches. Well, Athens only averages 23 in the four-game season. Yeah, are you happy with the 18 seed there, Trevor? I mean, it's a, uh, you know, Athens right now, again, with the record of 2-2. Uh, two and two, But, you know, getting 18, you're not at the bottom, but you're also not at the top. But it is surprisingly so if you 
So Wesley Brown, even with the point system, Athens and Wesley Brown were higher up, and that was, but they were still projected to match up based on the point system. Both teams were lower seed, but Marietta is above Athens by one seed, and I have a feeling that was the head-to-head game that Coach Marietta said that they beat Athens, so the coaches will do them ahead. Right, and we were trying to take a look at you know kind of the, the future matchup as we look into the postseason. If and, you uh, look at the, if Athens would upset Western Brown, they would get Bishop Hartley, who they who was the 2018 playoff opponent, which they lost to. And then if they would have upset the, them, there's a possible of Athens Jackson and Jackson in the third round if both. If Athens keeps going upset. Yeah, I think Vegas has the odds of that happening at like, <clears throat> I don't know, like $40 billion to one. You got to put a dollar yeah. in Vegas and you'll win $40 billion if that were to occur. I think. Maybe maybe less. Maybe $20 billion. Oh, you ran a little steep there. I don't know, man. $40 billion. $40. It's, it's almost impossible. <laughs> uh, based on the way Athens has got what their path is, what Jackson's path is, it's virtually impossible. But I like your thinking, though. I like, see now you got some faith, Trevor. Now you're now you're you're getting a little confident. You're talking upset. You're talking about beating Hartley. And, you know, they, not Nelsonville York. Nelson, York. Right, yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh, I love picking on him. <laughs> all right, we'll really be all right pre- tomorrow, Trevor. We'll be fine. Really appreciate yep. you calling you. Uh, you calling in, Trevor? Calling anytime. And of course, uh, we've got Troy and, and uh, Joey doing the football Friday night post game show presented by Hugh White Honda of Athens and Lancaster. Uh, so always welcome to call in. Thanks again. So I'm trying to think, where, who is Marietta playing? You guys, I didn't even look. Should be right up there. Oh, Hartley. wait, I got it right in front of me. I'll tell you. Uh, Bishop Hartley? No. No. no, no. What, Marietta. Oh, Marietta. So they would be this 14 seed. No. And, I don't think so, are they? No. The 14 seed is south. Uh, uh, they, they would be the 17 seed. So the 17 to try to scroll through the bracket here. Marietta's 17. They've got Wilmington. Oh, so. Yeah, I mean, what do you, it's like, would you rather be Marietta playing Wilmington or would you rather be Athens playing Western Brown? Both of them are a haul, uh, driving-wise. So I, I don't really know if, if Athens would have beat Marietta that night, how much it would have helped them or hurt them yeah. based on the opponents. Um, you know, Western Brown is a little bit scary. I mean, these guys are they're scoring a lot of points. Uh, they put up 50-some, I believe. Um yeah. Oh, goodness. On uh, Clinton Massey, which, you know, that, you're talking about a state powerhouse team. And there's been a couple of times they scored 60. So that's a little worrisome. <laughs> if you look on the flip side, though, and some of those games, are they're losing 80 to 60. Well, I mean, yeah, it's, you know? they are. You're right. They're giving up a lot. You're right. right. That one team had 80 points. It's similar to, you know, what Athens was in 2014. I mean, you know, we went to the state championship, and we we had games that were 60-50, 60-40. Uh, so you're just – I've seen teams like that right here in my own backyard that can just put up a lot of points. They're always very dangerous, very hard to beat. Uh, a lot of times when you score a lot of points like that, the way you play opens the door for the other team to score a lot of points as well. Uh, so it <clears throat> doesn't mean you're a bad defense. It's just the way the style of game is played. Remember the Oregon teams in college football? They were really good, you know, but they, they were giving up 40 and 50, scoring 70 or 80. Uh, just when you have the tempo going that fast, that's the way games play out. Anyways, <clears throat> yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I might rather drive, drive to Western Brown than Wilmington, to be honest with you. Uh, so, yeah, well, it's, it's a week ahead, though. It is a week ahead, and it's really pick your poison right here because uh, if you would have gotten the 17th seed, if you beat Marietta, uh, then you're going to get the number one seed, right? And I, don't, I don't know if you really want the one seed with uh, you know, St. Francis to sales. And it doesn't matter. Yeah. Hartley into sales, you're basically flipping a coin again. Those two actually play tomorrow night. Hmm. Nice. Yeah. That'll be a really good game. Yeah. And it won't affect the seating at all. So, I mean, the seating's already put out there. Teams are already, you know, have their schedules set, at least for the postseason. And the you know what six. that does, Connor? Yeah. That takes the drama out of our, you know, that, that was the drama in week 10, the last week of the season, was you're sitting in there on Friday night postgame show and you're monitoring these computer numbers and you're, and you're going crazy and you got people texting you about this scenario and that scenario, and there's still a game tomorrow night, and that can affect the ten hundredths of a point that's going to put you here, and you're going to play this person instead. You know, that's a lot of that was a lot of fun. There's a lot of intrigue, a mm-hmm. lot of suspense, and you know that's all evaporated when you do it this way. You know, now right. we know who we're playing. Well, that's not very fun, but I guess it's 2020 for you, right? <laughs> well, when they hit me one thing, 
in 2020 that has been fun in your life, not just in- football. <laughs> I mean, in life, has anything been good in 2020? I, um, I got one thing, and I'm gonna I'll give it to you, but I'll let you guys try to pick one. Lower gas prices. Yeah, but that's kind of a ho hum, you know, kind what? of a boring thing. I don't one know. Thing. One thing. It's uh, a good one, though. You're right. I'm, Gas prices are down I mean, across the board on the stock market, the whole whole nine yards. I mean, I'm stretching here, but I'm, I'm trying to figure out. I've, I've got fun. one really good one. I got. I mean, I got to spend more time at home, which I haven't been able to because I've been out here for a long time. But other than that, not. I mean, not. I'm, not particularly. So I. I don't know if I'm going to steal yours, but I, I. Burrow was drafted in 2020. Yeah, but it's still a little bit better than that. <laughs> Just a little. Well, what what could be are better? We, uh, are we go, guessing go yours now or? He won the national championship in 2020. Ah, there you go. <laughs> the national championship game took place in 2020. <laughs> that was 2020. before all this happened, though. I know, yeah. but it, it's, if we're just going to factual things here, 2020, LSU beat Clemson in the national championship game. Uh, that was awesome. And then, you know what? We went to that Super Bowl halftime show that was horrible, and ever since then, this life has just been <laughs> terrible. It all started with that halftime show. I remember sitting yeah. on here talking about it the next day. Well, we also... Actually, it wasn't really that bad. Now I think about it. Shakira, right? That was the Shakira. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that wasn't that bad. I can I've see, seen I can, worse. It's been oh, worse. Yeah, I could watch Shakira dance all it was, day long. It was like Coldplay the year before that, so it was pretty tough to get much worse than that. Not a Coldplay fan? Or is anybody? Uh, is yeah, you're right. I, did, I didn't. I, I actually like the Shakira one better. I got to yeah, go, okay. go with Joey on this. I mean, and, and now LSU is really taking a turn because now I hear you're beating <laughs> Clemson for the national title and losing to Mississippi State. Week number one for them. Hey, SEC is good, man. Hey, mm. Listen, I'm not disputing that. But just, yeah, it's... They uh, lost their whole team to the NFL draft. They had like yeah. 19 oh, guys I mean, it was the most yeah. lo- one of the most loaded college teams ever. Yeah, it was crazy. And y- what's... This is another thing we could do on a different show. Uh, just Sunday, this past Sunday, I was watching this. Justin Jefferson just goes off for Minnesota. Justin Jefferson was the third best receiver on LSU last year. This yeah. kid just lit the NFL up. Clyde edwards Lair, week one, playing for Kansas City. He's going to be on a Super Bowl team. He's playing great. Yep. Burrow throws for... What, 300-some and two touchdowns? Uh, their center, I think, is starting in Denver. Which uh, They play tonight, don't they? Yep, against uh, the Jets. I think Cushenberry or one of their top linemen starts uh, for Denver. Uh, Patrick Queen in Baltimore. They got Patrick. And, yep. I mean, it's – well, of course, uh, you know, Cleveland, uh, what was Delpit. it, Greedy? Or Delpit's yeah. hurt. He didn't yep. get to play. Right. And he, people thought Delpit might be their best player outside of Burrow. That team was stacked, man. Did, it was uh, just loaded. Hold on, Delpit's over on the Bengals, or was he on the Browns? He's Browns. on the Browns. He's hurt. So was he the guy that replaced T.J. Carey? Is that who they drafted him for in, Probably. in place yeah. of? It's yes. a high draft pick. Yes. I mean, Delpit was... He's a second-round pick, I believe. Could have been a first-round if he would have came out the year before. Yeah. Um, just he was, an, he was a great college football player, and then last year, uh, just I don't know, he just didn't play as well. But, yeah, that team is sick. You don't, you don't come into the NFL and do those types of things. I don't Great players, you know, like Tua. You know, Tua, great. Of course, he got hurt. Kids not even seeing the field. There's other no. players that aren't, aren't even seeing the field because it's hard in the NFL. And for those guys to just step in and shine, it really shows how good they are or were and why they dominated the college football landscape last year. It does. I mean, you're talking about wins over, everybody saw it, Alabama, wins over Clemson. I mean, you throttled the Sooners. I mean, University of Oklahoma had They're no really chance. good at getting throttled in the college football playoffs every year. <laughs> Well, they lost that. Uh, did they lose this week? I thought, I thought they lost. Yeah, Kansas State. Yeah, yeah. Kansas State. Yeah. Yep. Back-to-back years they've lost to them. I think you're going to see a lot of upsets this year, obviously. I mean, we're already seeing it. Uh, well, it's so tough because they've been saying, like, you know, like the big programs are not tackling during the week. And, you know, they weren't oh, doing it yeah. all in the spring and all that stuff. So, I mean, it's really hard to not tackle anybody all week than show up on Saturday and try to play a physical football game. In a lot of these college offenses, there's a lot of passing. There's a lot of timing. Um, they didn't get a lot of that type of work. Uh, limited practices. It just opens the door, man. It opens the door for upsets. And then when I went to Death Valley, I went twice. Yep. The atmosphere inside Death Valley is like nothing I've ever experienced. Well, guess what? They don't, they're not having fans there either. Uh, so, which I want to go back to something that Trevor was saying. He, he took the opposite point of me as saying the game won't feel like a rivalry game tomorrow night. I, I still feel like it will, but he felt like that favorite Nelsonville York. But I, th- I feel like Nelsonville York might be a little bit of the favorite. So when you start taking elements out of the game. Um, like a home crowd. Like a home crowd. Uh, it kind of favors the underdog a little bit. Uh, and Nelson York won't be able to feed off that. And if you're, you don't know how kids are going to react to that atmosphere, that environment. So I think that kind of helps the underdog a little bit. Uh, so I'd have to disagree on, with Trevor on that one uh, tomorrow night. I think, I think some of the factors that are going into this game help Athens more than they do Nelsonville York. 
And uh, But sometimes when you just get two teams out on the field, it's all irrelevant. And a better team just sometimes wins outright. Uh, but uh, I still feel like it's going. To, I, I still feel it's going to be a, a good rivalry game. I think the kids make it that way because, like I said, they've been they wanted to beat each other since fourth grade. They know it's coming. They don't like the orange helmets. The orange helmets don't like the gold helmets. It's just the way it is. It's the way it's been since they they were playing peewee football. Nor do they like the red helmets. Yeah, they don't like the red. They probably don't <laughs> like the reds worse than the golds. But that's an argument for a different day. But All right, that's um, not coming up this week. That's week one. Yeah, that's already happened. Yeah. And they're a little sour over that. They Coach were. Richard calls in, bring that up, just to, just to make him mad. <laughs> I don't know if I want Coach Richard's mad at me. He don't like losing to the Cats, I can tell you. He don't like losing no. to Athens either. He don't, he don't want to lose either one of them. And it, it's funny because I ask these kids these questions every year, and it really depends on the kid. I think Keegan said Athens was his biggest rival. But then you might ask a couple other kids on Nelson, New York, on that team last year, and they might say Trimble is. So it just varies from kid to kid. Uh, but it's one of the two. Or maybe they're tied. Maybe that's the real answer. Maybe they're just different, but they're equally as important. Well, what if you asked Coach Richards? What would he say? I mean, we're, well, well, we talked can... to him at that. It's tough. I've asked him before. I, I don't know. I think they carry different meanings to them. Uh, you know, he, he's a triple guy. I mean, Rusty played for triple. Rusty coached at triple. So there's a lot of those types of feelings that go into that game. And it's a huge rivalry game you know, over across the hill. I guess it's... You care more about bragging rights or on the other side, the other team, the conference. Right, yeah. exactly. One of them carries more meaning in the overall picture. One of them carries more meaning to the heart, I guess you could say. And it's tough to decide which one is bigger. That's going a little bit deep there, Troy. Yeah. Matters more to the heart. Either way, we got Coach Rusty Richards calling in at a round. Hopefully he's able to call in. He texted me back. He was in a meeting uh, so if he is able to, you know, we'll get him up on the air. If not, we've still got you up until 7 o'clock today. We've got to take another break. But on the other side, you know, we won't mention the Reds. We, we already mentioned them, uh, but we still have more. we got NY postseason outlook. We've got Trimble football as they've got to buy. they got the one seed. But we'll break it all down when we return. You're listening to Sports Fan on 970 97.1 FM, WATH. Start your mornings with Scott Daly from 6 to 12. Hop on the party line from 9 to 10. Join Sky Hope on Classic Caravan from 4 to 6 p.m. And listen into the Sports Fan at 6.06 on Classic Hits 970 and 97.1 FM, WATH. Fairhope celebrates life. If you're facing an end-of-life situation, Fairhope Hospice and Palliative Care. It is never too soon to call. Fairhope is here to listen. You don't have to face it alone. Fairhope cares for your loved one where they live. Or, during times of stress, the Pickering House is a serene setting providing relief for the patient. To learn more about Fairhope's Care from the Heart, please call 1-800-994-7077. Fairhope Hospice, we celebrate life. Did you know that your insurance plan may include mental health or substance use disorder benefits? Taking care of your emotional health, especially during these difficult times, is more important than ever. Don't let worrying about insurance keep you from seeking treatment. Check out the Ohio Department of Insurance's website, insurance.ohio.gov, to learn how mental health insurance works. Or call 800-686-1526. Speak to experts who can help you understand the benefits that may be in your plan. Call or visit ODI's website today. It's the JCPenney Friends and Family Sale, and everyone is invited. Hurry and save up to 50% on select styles from brands you love to live in, like St. John's Bay, ANA, and Liz Claiborne. Plus, take an extra 30% off with coupon. Easy savings for anyone and everyone. And if you're on the go, enjoy contact-free curbside pickup without leaving your car. Spread the love. Share the savings. JCPenney. Offers end Sunday, 10-4. Conditions and exclusions apply. See store or jcp.com for details. Tides can turn quick on the water. Progressive's boat insurance has you covered with basic plans starting at $100 a year. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Annual premium for a basic liability policy not available in all states. Prices vary based on how you buy. Introducing Donato's Cauliflower Crust Pizza. Donato's Cauliflower Crust Pizza has 30% fewer carbs than the brand's thin crust, and you can choose from three signature 10-inch pies, including cauliflower heat with pepper jack cheese, jalapenos, fresh red pepper, and plant-based sausage. Or the cauliflower garden with green peppers, onions, mushrooms, and plant-based sausage. Not your style? Totally okay. You can make your own 10-inch cauliflower pizza to your liking. 
Only at Donato's on East State Street in Athens. From concrete to roofing to siding and windows, J&K Contracting has you covered from the ground up. Whether it's a room addition, a complete home build, or your commercial projects, let the professionals at J&K be of service from groundbreaking to completion. And don't forget they accept all major credit cards. They even have free seamless gutters with every complete roof installation. Don't hesitate to call J&K Contracting at 740-698-3521 for a free estimate. This is the Sports Fan on 970 WATH. Sports Fan, right here, presented by J&K Contracting at 970 WATH. Mosley Mike, along with Joey Medor and Troy Bowen, making his return for the first time, I think, since what was, how, how long has it been, Troy? Since <sighs> March? No, no, I've been on since then. You've called in a couple times, but no, I wouldn't say something. I stopped by one night. What did I stop by for? If you had me, you needed somebody. I came by and did a show. I've been here no, since on. the end of May, and I don't think you've been in here for a show. You needed the tables. Since. There was a table in the, in the engineering well, room. Well, yeah, I did that, but I'm almost positive I come by and did a show. You needed somebody real bad, and I said, yeah, I can do it. This is over the summer. Well, maybe I shot you a text or something. I, I, I can't remember if I had you on the sports fan or not, but on the sports fan... I believe right now, is this Coach Rusty Richards or is it somebody else calling into the sports fan? This is somebody else saying, welcome back, Troy Boland. <laughs> it's great to hear your humor and your laughter and your seriousness and everything I've missed when you weren't there. <laughs> Appreciate it. Yeah. I, I, got, I, got, I got a lot of personalities, I guess. I can you know, <laughs> no. joke around, be serious. It's uh, I'd like to I'd like to tap into all of them. Yeah, you did. You're, oh, it's so nice and refreshing to have you back. And and you have a great guy there that's head of it all. You know, he's been doing a great job this past summer and, and all the morning reports and everything. Yeah, he's really holding up WHH, at least on one of those stilts. Well, see, I, I, my best attribute is I know how to put talent forward. And he's a lot, he's a lot more talented than me. Him and Joey both, they actually got more knowledge and they got better voices. So that's why I let them... I push them out to the front and let them do all most of the stuff, and it worked well, you, out good. You got a great voice. What are you talking? About? <laughs> I'm not like you're like Connor over there. Connor's like the golden voice man. He's gonna that's, make it sound. He's gonna be he's like the host. baritone. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was talking about. He's really doing a great yep. job. I appreciate it. Thank you. And, oh, that's all. I just wanted to welcome you back and go Bulldogs. There you go. Appreciate okay. it. You're welcome. Bye bye. Thanks for the call. And yeah, I mean. Big game coming up tomorrow. Always appreciate the compliments and stuff, but yeah, Bulldogs, Buckeyes. That, that is the big game of the week, and it's a shame that it has to happen so soon. I mean, it, it just seems like this football season has flown right by, and I get why they did it. You know, you want to make sure you, you get all these games in before something happens. You know, later on in the year. I mean, the uptick in in the cases and such, but. Uh, it, it's really gone by quick. It's also a crazy thing about it. Some of these Columbus, you know, city teams and other teams, like, I've only played two or three games, and they're about to have to jump right into a postseason. It's, I mean, it's, that's quite a challenge, I feel like, as a head coach to really, you know, lock in right away. Because, Connor, what we've been talking about all, you know, you have, like, the first two or three weeks because you're going to make the playoffs regardless. So you have the first few weeks to get the kinks out and start playing your best football towards the end of the season going into the playoffs. But if you only play one or two games, I mean, it's really hard to know where you're at as a team, you know, just going straight into the postseason like that. Boy, that's another conversation itself. I should be writing this stuff down because this could all be transferred to tomorrow night. We've got it recorded. Uh, we- <laughs> let me go back. I'll just try to remember. <laughs> and, uh, <clears throat> but the shortened season, should they have done it? Could they have done it differently? Is all up for speculation, right? Um, I mean, we seem to be trucking along. Everybody's been playing. Who's to say we couldn't have played four more weeks? I guess it's the unknown. As we get into colder season, people stay inside more. There's a fear there uh, that it could get worse. But they said it could get worse on a lot of different things, and it did not, um, if you remember right. Uh, but cases in Athens do are going up. Um, of course, a lot of that's to do with the, the student population on campus. You guys, you guys are the problem, man. You young kids over Look here, here. I've been here since May. I stay inside when I'm told to. We don't. Me and Connor, we, we lock down. In our apartment. Well, here's I'm going to go off on a little bit of a tangent here. I'll rope it back to sports, but here's here's my big question, right? So, I was not a part. Uh, I I never left since March. Yeah, so I I was I've been here since March. I haven't left, right? I mean, we all know that. I've I've been on the radio probably ever since. You know, for the sports fan, ever since then. So you know, I'm here. 
but I, I haven't left. I'm not a part of phase one where they brought back, you know, thousands of students. I'm not a part of phase two when they brought back thousands of students. But Either somehow I. I got an email saying, hey, uh, you, you got to go for testing. I want to know how they know I'm here in Athens because <laughs> technically to the university, I shouldn't be here right now. It's also not random testing. They told literally everybody's figured it out. If yeah. you use your ID somewhere, they're the people that are but getting did, randomly tested. I wasn't mm. outside to use my ID on anything. You know, I, I wasn't even near the campus. Didn't you get the mask things or whatever? Don't you got to use your ID to do that? No. No. No, no you passed. So you're not, in yeah, I, you're not technically in phase one or phase two? No, no. neither of us are. Wow. Yeah. No. And they know you're here. I, oh, that's well, they, scary, they at man. least They're know that I'm you. <laughs> They got you, Connor. I, I know. I don't know how. But I, I, listen, I don't have any problem taking the test other than it was just a. It, it, I don't know if you ever taken the test. I, I came back negative, so you guys are fine. But it, I, it was just unpleasant to take the test, to say the yeah, least. You got a free test out of it, at least. Yeah, again, it, my issue was not taking the test. My issue was how do they know I'm here in Athens? That's it what I really funny. want to know. Um, Ask somebody. Go find out. Because I'm kind of curious myself. You got yeah. me. You got me wondering. Listen. Maybe it was me. Maybe I. Maybe I kind of told on you because I really <laughs> wanted you to get that thing stuck up your nose. I thought it'd be funny. So I. Uh, I threw you under the bus, man. I'm sorry. But listen, I'm fine with that because then I know that you told them. You know, or even if there some administrator. Yeah, he's losing his mind. He wants to know who is the person that snitched on him. Listen, but I don't care that I had to take the the test. You know, I, I'm fine with that. I just want to know how. If they're listening to the radio and they say, oh, we know that guy. We've seen him on a list somewhere before. We're going to um, make him take the test. That's I fine. Could, I could find out if we were contacted, uh, as in your renter, as in your landlord. Yeah. Uh, I do have contacts there. We could find out that. Maybe they, because we, we are in contact with the university quite a bit. They could have asked us who, who had moved in, uh, who we know that has keys living in our apartments. That's a possibility, Connor. I could ask. I mean, so I, I don't think that we would, but yeah. I don't know for sure because I'm not in the office all day. Also, to be fair, one of our roommates is phase one. He hasn't had to go right. get a test. So, yeah, I don't know. Oh, that is weird. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, back to the yeah, back, back to, to the sports, sports thing. <laughs> um, so, could they have made it longer? Could they have not have? Um, it's just it's debatable, as is pretty much everything in society right now is debatable, from politics to sports, decisions being made all across the board. And uh, but there are things that are coming up, and there's a very interesting one right now uh, with Trimble's opponent uh, in Belpreys. Trimble's playing Monroe Central. They should have had a bye, right? But they, they do have a bye. I'm sorry. They do have, yeah. But, but Monroe Central was supposed to play Friday. Right. Now they're going to be playing. They're the number one overall seed. They're going to be playing a team that also has a bye, which some could twist as being not fair because they're supposed to play a team that's playing the week before. But I don't think Coach Ferris cares. I think they're going to take care of Monroe Central anyways. Uh, but the reason Monroe Central has a bye is because the team they played uh, had a player or players that tested positive for COVID, and Newcomers Town is pretty much shut down. Their school shut down, and they're not allowed to play football. And um, <clears throat> or Stra it was a Strasburg game, Strasburg and somebody. And then it also twisted the Belpre opponent uh, because Belpre was supposed to play the team that Monroe down. Central played, or, or, yeah, the team that Monroe Central played, and those are the two teams that had the COVID. So now Belpre gets a bye in the playoffs where they were supposed to play next Friday night. So two of our Hawking Division teams both had their playoffs, I don't know, disrupted a little bit uh, because of COVID and the opponent they were playing. And just coincidence that those two opponents were playing each other on the same field, which made the whole thing just kind of really awkward. Uh, but my point is, uh, with COVID, that it is disrupting things, and we don't know how much more it would have disrupted going into Week sevens, eight, nine, and ten. Well, we'll know those obviously because we'll be in playoff football. Right. But had we played full ten weeks and then got into playoffs, you just don't know. Um, you know, if I was a coach, if I was a coach right now, I'd just tell all my guys stay inside, don't do anything stupid. Like, you it's, know, it's still. I mean, it's some tough, of these people man. are in yeah, school too. Know, I mean, right. I we're mean, not all lot. We're not, Athens is not in school, but other, a lot of other places are. Yeah. So mm -hmm. you can't tell your kids to stay home from school. And, but, you know, I think shortening the season, though, to six weeks shortened the headaches and the things that could have happened to make it harder on the OHSA in terms of computer points and playoffs and things like that because uh, two teams next week, let's say Newcomers Town, Strasburg, uh, uh, what was the other team, Strasburg, they wouldn't have played. 
And who else wouldn't have played? Who else is going to get between now and week 10? How does that affect computer points? Do they try to make those games? See what I mean? The, the more weeks you go by, the more teams that can't play, the more headaches and the more complicated it becomes. Right. So if you shorten that down to six weeks, it lessens the possibilities for those things to be tried and figured out. Troy, a non-COVID-related question I have for you. Obviously, the playoff format, all different this year. A lot of teams have first-round buys, right? And that's something that's not normal. You usually continue to play. How do you think that's going to affect these teams? Because we've seen it in the NFL, right? Sometimes it depends on the team, the first-round buy they need it. They get fresh, and then they're ready to roll right after that. But we've seen other teams that they get that first-round buy, and then they come in and get smoked in their first playoff game because they haven't played in a couple weeks. So how do you think a majority of the teams, how that's going to affect them when it comes to this high school playoff season? It's a little awkward because you, you feel like you don't need a buy right now. I mean, you're, you're really just now getting into the heart of your season. You're just now really starting to step up and get in some consistency and playing week in and week out, week out. It's not like getting a bye after week 10. I think a lot of people would welcome a bye after week 10. You right. ask a lot of coaches after the season's over, yeah, I'd love to take a week off, let my players heal up before we start playoff football. So that's awkward. The way the, the thing is set up, there's not going to be a lot of, a lot of close, closely matched games even in that those teams come that, with yeah, the bye. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so if you had a situation where there were two evenly teams, the ones coming off the bye, I could say, but you know, if you're going to have a Bishop Hartley, I hate to do this to my Bulldogs, but you have a Bishop Hartley versus the Bulldogs, I think Bishop Hartley could take a month off and would still have a hard time beating them. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I don't think the bye would come into play as much. There are some that are interesting, though, like a 7 and a 10 could yeah, end up playing in yeah, some cases. Yeah, you're right. And, can... um, and then maybe some of those teams could have injuries, yeah. and maybe it will help them. Um, so I don't know. I think it varies. Right. It's going to vary from team to team, program to program, situation to situation. Yeah, I mean, it, it just it depends. I mean, you, you, the nice thing is, you know, it's not really that's a non-factor because now, you know, Woodsville, Monroe Central will have to have that bye too. So now you got both teams that are on those bye weeks, so that they'll both have to react the same way. And uh, who's to say that else? won't happen? I mean, we still have, you know, what three or four or five more days before it goes on. I mean, it, we could have more things happen. Well, just chaotic. I tell you, I, you know, here we are just trying to figure out our little, our little bubble, right, in southeastern Ohio, the TVC. Just think if you're, like, the commissioner of the OHSAA. Mm. Yeah. And you're talking about a massive bubble of figuring every day with this. It's got to be a mess. I mean, they, they got other sports, too. I just couldn't imagine. I was talking about that with an AD today because uh, she was involved in the whole Belpre connection with the newcomers town, and she's trying to figure out if they're going to play off, have a playoff game, and yada, 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 and, and, I, and we both kind of mentioned that. It's just like, my goodness, can you imagine being in charge of the whole thing? You'd just be just having it. You'd be up all night with headaches just trying to figure this out. Yeah. Right. And it's not going to get any easier. I mean, the longer we go, like you said, the more you know, factors that could factor in. And then you know, what yeah, happens? You could have like a situation a, like Wellston. I mean, we, Athens right. got on the field and was ready to play a football game, and Wellston didn't come down and play. Right. This could happen in the playoffs. I mean, just imagine if one of the top nine seeds – has a no contest. Right. Well, yeah, I mean, you, you can't, you, and you, you also know? can't just say, sorry, we're going to play somebody else tomorrow night. If, uh, oh, man, that's a good call, us. Connor. I mean, if because you're the top seed, if you're Columbus, St. Francis to Sales, and your star quarterback, your star tailback, and your receiver, what right. do you do? You're out, yeah, right? Because you can't play. Nah, that's why I yeah. made the comment and said, listen, if I was a coach right now, I would say do whatever you can to keep yourself as safe as possible. Because once we get into the postseason, you know, there is no makeup game. You there can't just none. make up this game out. that's coming up in the postseason. Done. So we should have been so quick to, to harp on Trevor about that upset of Hartley. We could upset <laughs> Hartley because Hartley might not be right. on the football field. That's right. <laughs> so it's not 40 to billion. That would have been a good $1 bet in Vegas, the and 40 then, to billion. Now to we're going to see Athens and Jackson. Go. You heard it here first. <laughs> Either way. This has been the Sportsman right here on 970, 97.1 FM, WATH. Great to have Troy Bowling back with us. We've got football coming your way. Trimble, South Gallia over on Power 105 and Athens and NY right here on 970 WATH. CBS News is next. In our 70th year of service to Southeast Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. WATH.